to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make your day count. This is the day. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. In it. In it. In all this, this week. Yes. yes. We are talking about taking the lid of fear off. So we want to encourage you to invite others to join with this broadcast. We air at 7.15 and 5 p.m. here on 91.5, Monday through Friday. And also, oh no, 8.30, sorry, 8.30. Yeah. So on this radio station, it's 7.15 and 8.30 p.m., and then 5 p.m. on 99.9. So we want to encourage you to invite others to join the broadcast. The broadcast can also be retrieved off the WMIE website. So if you just type in Google WMIE and click on the homepage, scroll all the way to the bottom in the black banner, click On Demand, and you'll see the programs from the day. There's a calendar icon if you need to choose a specific day. Or you can hit the title of the program, Make Your Day Count, and you'll see every program that's been archived since we first came on the air um, of July the previous year. So there's lots and lots of teachings that are there available online, and you could send those links out to other people through text message, through messenger, through an email, and they will be able to access the program. So even though they may be outside of the listening area or not tuning in at that time, they're available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year through the Internet link. This morning, what I want us to center our thought on this Tuesday morning, this day, I want us to think on this thought. The only way you are going to reach place you have never gone is if you trust God's direction to do things you have never done. Mm-hmm. All right, let me go over that. The only way you are going to reach places you never gone is if you trust God's direction to do things you never done <laughs> and in order to do that you got to take the lid of fear off mm-hmm. <laughs> you take the lid off take the lid take the lid off take the lid off fear mm-hmm. off this morning you want to go places where you have never gone take the lid mm-hmm. of fear mm-hmm. off mm-hmm. yes because that's what was stopping gideon was fear okay and it tells us in judges chapter 6 verse 10 Also, I say to you, I am the Lord your God. Do not fear the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell, but you have not obeyed my voice. So in what way did they not obey? They were in fear. He told them, do not fear. Even though you dwell in the land of the enemy, do not fear. fear. God explicitly told them not to fear. But what did they do? They feared. They built themselves strongholds. They built themselves dens. They built themselves caves. Well, when you think about a den and you think about a cave, that's a cold place of isolation. That's a cold place of limitation. Who built that? They built that in response to their fear. God did not put them there. They made a decision to operate in fear. And they built for themselves a place of isolation. They built for themselves a place of limitation because of their fear. God told them, I told you 
not to fear. I told you I already had you. (laughs) But you chose to operate in fear. And because you operated in fear, your butt led to bondage. So our butt, when God says something and we say butt, we're leading our own self into bondage. And it's our fear that oppresses us. It was his fear that oppressed him. Because as we go through this study this week, you're going to see Gideon already had at his hand everything, every position, every person that was needed to be able to go forth and to move with power, to walk in dominion, and to reclaim everything that the enemy stole from them. So he already had it, but he didn't realize what he already had. Had to do the thought this morning, you don't get over the fear of doing something by not doing it. Mm -hmm. That's good. (laughs) You got to have, come on, on Mm -hmm. this Tuesday morning. Mm -hmm. You don't get over the fear of doing something by not doing it. Only be strong and very courageous to do. Mm-hmm. You have to do. You have to do. Go ahead, Pastor mm-hmm. Yeah, so continuing on where we are in Judges chapter <laughs> yeah. 6, because Gideon he had to do, to do something. something. So he has to do something. So verse 11, Now the angel of the Lord came and sat under the Tabernacle tree, which is in Orphra which belonged to Joaz, the Asbarite, while his son Gideon threshed wheat in the wine press in order to hide it from the Midianites. So we see what Gideon is doing. He's threshing wheat in a wine press. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. That Fear doesn't killer. go together. He's taking the little bit that he has, and he's going to hide in yeah. the wine press Fear to be able to process yeah. it. Fear is, Fear is hurting it. Yeah. <laughs> Verse 12, and the angel... And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, The Lord is with you, mighty man of valor. Hmm. Gideon said to him, O my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? And where are all his miracles, which our fathers told us about, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the the Midianites. Now, It was their disobedience that Mm. delivered them into the hands of the Midianites. It said that back in verse Mm. 1, that the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. So the Lord delivered them into the hand of of Midian for seven years. So it was their disobedience. It was them operating in fear that caused them to be in the place of where they were. So now Gideon's saying, well, where's all the wonders that we heard about? Well, those wonders that you heard about came from people who were doing. Yeah. They didn't come from people who were hoping or wishing. When they came out of Egypt, they had to actually leave Egypt. They had to follow the directions of the Lord through Moses. They had to go to the Egyptians. They had to ask for the items that they were told to ask for. They had to be bold enough to walk out of 450 years of bondage into the unknown. They had to be willing to continue to move forward when the enemy was in pursuit of them and there was a Red Sea before them. Each and every person who crossed over the multitude upon multitude, they all had to walk in faith. The Bible says there was a wall of water to the left and a wall of water to the right. Every person who walked through had to walk through by faith. You know, maybe you say, well, the ones that were in the front, it was easier for them because they were right with Moses. Well, no, it wasn't. Each person had to walk in faith that the water that was on the left, the wall of water that was on the right, wasn't going to collapse on them. Each person had to walk in faith. So the testimony came from the ones that were doing it. Mm. And here they are now in a place of isolation because they're being overridden 
by fear. They're allowing their fear to override them. Verse 14, Then the Lord turned to him and said, Go in this might of yours, and you shall save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Yeah. Have I not sent you? Mm. Yeah, come on. Come so on, he somebody. said to him, O oh my Lord, how can I save Israel? Indeed, my clan is yeah. the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. This guy is saying that he is a nobody. Mm. But when we look and we continue in this chapter, you're going to see that he's a man of position and he's a man of authority, but he doesn't even see his own self Mm -hmm. in the way of which he is. Because as we go through the text, you're going to see where it says that he got 10 of his servants to go along with him on an assignment. So if he got 10 from amongst his servants, mm-hmm. he had more than 10 servants yeah. that he was that he was over. Yeah. But he still sees himself as the weakest. He see none I don't have 10 servants. Does anybody have We don't have 10 <laughs> We don't have mm-hmm. servants that we're in a position over. He was in a high-ranking position of authority and he didn't even realize it. He didn't even activate what he had until he went to, through this process to be able to break this fear off his life. You're going to see later, he was able to send out messengers into different regions, and the response of 32,000 people <coughs> came to the call at his command That's when right. he sent out the messengers. So he was sitting on all this power. He was sitting on all this authority. He was sitting on all this position, and he was saying that he was the least. Yes. Notice that Pearl... Don't lie on the seashore. Mm. <laughs> Pearls don't lie on the seashore. If you want it, you gotta dive for it. <laughs> <laughs> if you want it this morning, you are going to have to dive for it. And that was Gideon. Mm-hmm. Gideon, Gideon wants. The substance. He wants the food. He wants the resource. But he wasn't willing to go out and just die for it. You That's know? good. He was hiding in the treasure floor to do this thing. And the God said, no, get in. You got to get rid of here. You got to mm-hmm. go cut down the, the, the idol of your fathers. And that was a big thing. Mm-hmm. You got to read the whole thing. Mm-hmm. That Gideon life was gripped with fear. And so are we today. That we're supposed to do some big thing. We we know we need to do it, but what is stopping us? Fear. Fear. Mm-hmm. So the first thing that he does <laughs> in verse 16, mm-hmm. And the Lord said to him, Surely I will be with you, you and yeah. you shall defeat the Midianites as, as one, one man. man. Yeah. Then he said to him, If now I have found favor in your sight, mm-hmm. then show me a sign that it is you who talk with me. So human, so human. Do not depart from here, I pray, until I come to you and bring out my offering and set it before you. And he said, I will wait until you come back. So he's looking for confirmation in his offering. So he goes, verse 18 says, or verse 19, So Gideon went in and prepared a young goat and unleavened bread from an eaf of flour. The meat he put in a basket, and he put the broth in a pot, and he brought them out to him under the tamarind tree and presented them. And the angel of God said to him, Take the meat and the unleavened bread and lay them on this rock and pour out the broth. Mm. And he did so. Then the angel of the Lord put out the end of the staff that was in his hand and touched the meat and the unleavened bread. And fire rose out of the rock Mm -hmm. and consumed the meat and the unleavened bread. And the angel of the Lord departed out of his sight. 
Now Gideon perceived that he was the angel of the Lord. So Gideon said, At last, O Lord God, for I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face. Then the Lord said to him, Peace be with you. Do not fear. You shall not die. Now that is so powerful right there. It was his offering Mm -hmm. that brought confirmation. And there's such a small percentage of Christians who actually follow the the directions. Who are willing to give up for <laughs> <laughs> The directions of the Lord, <laughs> which is that the tithe belongs yeah. unto the Lord. Yeah. And there's such a small portion of people, people who go to church, yeah. of that group, They're there's holding, a small portion. They just hold on to it tight like Gideon. We got to hide. We got to hide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got to hold this thing. Man, come on. <laughs> but the confirmation comes in our giving. Yeah. Because finance is all around us. Mm. From the time that you woke up this morning, even when you were sleeping in the night, mm. money was ching-chinging. Yeah. As your air conditioner was running, yeah. as lights were going on, as water was flowing, mm. as, you know, you step out, out of bed and you begin to brush your teeth, that Be toothbrush that costs era. money. Everything, yeah. everything costs money. Yeah. But we break that. We break that spirit of fear of mm. financial mm. loss mm. when we give on to God. Yeah. We break that spirit of luck because we're continually then being confirmed each and every day. God is still able to take care of me. Even though I release my tithe, I release my 10%, and we're able then to see when God is multiplying that back yeah. onto us. No, not in the form of a check in a mailbox, yeah. but in the form of the power activating yeah. within us to be able to generate wealth, yeah. the wisdom, the opportunity, the favor. Make your day count. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. Hey, this is Mark Ballmer from Lessons for Living. We hope that you're enjoying the radio program. This is a great radio station, 91.5. We pray that God will help you do life right. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program. This is Morning Breath, a beautiful Tuesday, March 23rd. Amen. Let's see, what is, what is today? Like Tuesday? Tuesday it is. Yep. Carol and I celebrate our 45th anniversary on Saturday. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, That's awesome. Thank you March for being a great 20. example. <laughs> You're welcome. 43 years. I'm wow. glad you haven't seen all 43 years. You might not, Amen. or 45 years. 